tuned in to Mental Impact Radio. Turn the dial up. It's the truth. Mental Impact Radio. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. The Lord has made a way to bring the bride to the airways. Blessings to Orlando Page, broadcasting the truth, a little bit of scripture, and some testimony to the remnant rising. Shout out to the chosen few. What it do? Holy Spirit, bless those who seek and follow you. Interview to interview, spiritual seeds are planted. Let us not lean on our own understanding. You are now tuned in to. Mental Impact Radio. Turn the dial up. It's the truth. Mental Impact Radio. Mental Impact Radio. Mental Impact Radio. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Impact Radio right here on Let's Talk Gospel and Let's Talk Gospel Mental Impact Radio. Man, 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we have a great, great show for you tonight. Man, you ready? You ready, Birdie? What's good, man? Definitely, bro. Feeling good, man. How are you? How you doing? All right, all right. Feeling well, man. Feeling well. Definitely, definitely feeling well. I think we got a Courtney. Who's Courtney? Uh, let's see. Uh, just disappeared. But okay, it's all good. It's all good. But uh, <laughs> but uh, let's uh bring in our special guest. I believe that was from him. Let's bring in our special guest tonight, man, right here on Let's Talk Gospel Mental Impact Radio, man. We sitting down with none other than the brother Mercy coming. How you feeling, brother? Hey, man. Blessings, blessings. Be upon blessings, man. Peace and blessings to everybody. Hey, I'm feeling amen. wonderful, bro. I can't complain. Amen, amen. So uh, was Courtney yours? Yeah, Courtney is mine. I sent the wrong link to her, but I got okay. it right. <laughs> she, she, they, they jumped off real quick when they, they must have heard they name it. Like, oh no! no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, she said, baby, I think I got the wrong link. Yeah, baby, you do. Sorry about that. Hey, she could have joined. She could have joined on camera. That's your <laughs> wife, bro. That's my fiance, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. same difference. Same difference. That's right. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she could have joined. She could have joined us, man. More than Mary. I always love to say that. But uh, man, once again, brother, thank you and uh, welcome to the show, man. We really appreciate you uh, finding the time and coming on, man. Um, you asked me in a unique way, bro, about coming on the show because I thought I forgot something. And when you hit me up, I was like, did I have them scheduled? And never no, like- you told me you had to hit me up. Um, you hit me up when I was on the segment of rhyming word um in the comments. Right, you was like, right. Yeah. Okay. You told yes. me to reach out to you and I had to slip it slipped my mind because I hadn't got tied up in work and I'm uh the Holy Spirit reminded me and told me to reach out to you. So that's what made me reach back out to you. <laughs> amen. Amen. No doubt. Shout out to the bro, Mr. Church, man. Shout out to my brother, Mr. Church. Yeah, shout out to Big no Bro, doubt. man. 
Yes. Oh yeah. Doing his thing for a long time, man. Shout out to Church, man. Shout out to uh his lovely fiance. Yeah, man. Um, Marvette. Yeah. Marvette, you know, definitely they looking all good on their pictures and stuff. Making folks like me who are single, you know, all jelly and stuff, man. Don't don't be sharing all that love on Facebook. Us single folks don't want to see all that. It's, oh, this is this dude. You make us feel like the Cowboys losing to the Green Bay Packers. But anyway, oh, I just need to see that. that's, that's a touchy subject no. there because I hope, I hope they lose to the Packers. Oh man. Mm-mm-mm. But uh bro, once again, once again, thank you for coming on the show, man. We about to chop it up tonight and have a good time tonight. Uh let the folks know a little bit about yourself, man, where you reside, thing, all that good stuff. Um, a little bit about me. I'm 34 years young, um, anointed uh youth uh pastor um of HRIM, Higher Revelation International Ministries, um, ordained prophet. Um, I reside in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, been here all my life. Only moved, only moved out of out of town a couple of times, back and forth to Georgia. Um, I love my city, but I think I'm gonna get out of my city soon. However, um, I'm a music artist, uh, videographer, cinematographer, um, music producer, um, also engineer. I do a little bit of everything. I won't name everything that I do, but I do a little bit of everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's just a little bit about myself. I also. Um, I'm a father of eight children. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome, man. Definitely. Definitely. Um, what part of Georgia you say you're in? Uh, I'm actually in Jacksonville, Georgia. I mean, Jacksonville. You got me saying Georgia. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. But oh, I've lived in certain parts of Georgia. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because I used to live out in the um, Georgia, Georgia area. Out there in uh, Lithonia, Georgia, for a, for a little while. So, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, amen, amen. So, what, what? Well, before we even get into your testimony and everything, I'd love to know how did you go about uh, becoming a youth pastor? Uh, I started actually um, in the church um, before I became a youth pastor. I was actually doing mine. I was in the church doing choir, uh, just engaged in the church, um, making sure that I was a servant first, um, dealing with children, teaching children the Bible and, you know, off of an app from the phone. And um, from there, it kind of led to actually being a pastor of my own. Um, so I love children, first of all, <laughs> you know, and I believe that the children should get just as much as the gospel as we do. Um, I don't believe to an extent teaching children should be any softer than we teach the adults. However, there's a certain level of understanding that they have versus what we have. So, you know, you have to kind of soften it to a, a degree. But I believe that they should know the truth about Jesus, just like we know the truth about Jesus. That way you don't never know how God can use them and um, bring their gifts about giving them the real revelation of him and not just some soft watered down version you know what i mean okay amen amen yeah definitely i agree with that 100 um 
So when you started really bringing that to the church and doing that through, you know, through your ministry and everything, did you have any kind of kickback from any of the parents, anything of that nature? No, not at first. Um, not even throughout the, the, the ways through um, children run to me, if you will. They, they, they run to me when they see me. And that to a lot of parents was different. You know what I'm saying? Because they children, they they're used to their children not being so clingy to certain people. But when I started, um, children see light. You know what I mean? Regardless of what they've been exposed to, children see light on a whole nother scale than we do. So um, when they gravitated towards me, it took some while for the parents to open up. But the children, you know, pretty much let them know that they were comfortable. And along the way, um, teaching them became easier and easier because they would already open up to me. So. It wasn't difficult. And I believe that the parents found comfort in knowing that their children um, had trust in me in a certain level. You know what I mean? All right. All right. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, crazy question of the show today. I haven't done that in a long time, man. Um, so when you're waking up in the morning and you're about to eat breakfast, do you like scrambled eggs or omelets? I'm going to go with scrambled okay okay so when you're when you're sitting back and you're about to write that banging track and everything that everybody loves are you in the bathroom on the toilet or are you in your car most times i'm in the studio (laughs) yeah the studio My, my car a lot of times when i'm in the car i don't play the music i like to i like to ride in silence you know what i'm saying yeah, oh. like yeah, I like to ride in silence a lot of the time, and I can't explain it, but that's some of the most peaceful times that I have when I ride in silence. Okay, so if you're in Florida and you know that big old slingshot ride and everything, you know if you're scared to death to get on this ride and you just met your your sweetie, your honey, would you tell her that you're scared to death to get on there, or would you go ahead and try to be big man and get on it with her? I ain't big man enough, and I'm gonna tell her straight up off the rip, baby. I ain't getting on that. I ain't going. I don't care how fun it is or how fun it was. I don't care what life you thought I should have got on it or what life you thought I shouldn't have got on it. This ain't what God made me to do. This ain't what you wanted. I will, bro. No lie, I will jump out of a plane before I get on the slingshot. Oh man! All right, all right, cool, cool. It just don't sit right with my spirit. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it over to my brother Birdie. That's it for my crazy, my crazy questions. Man, that's good. Appreciate it though. (laughs) So once again, Mercy, bro, we thank you for, uh, you know, for your time, man. And uh, you were going through introducing yourself to the people, man. And I feel like uh, you were being modest, man, because uh, one thing that you left out was incredible lyricist like i've had the pleasure of hearing some of your music man and you're truly gifted so um my first question is how did you how did you get started into music bro uh the funny thing is i was three years old i can still remember to this day my mom was me and my mom was in the car and um she didn't realize the influence that music had on me but um i found out after my great grandmother had passed how much she loved music and how much she used to sing but my very first song that I love was Sipping on Gin and Juice. You know what I'm saying? So Snoop Dogg had a major influence on my, my upbringing. And along the way, um, secular music had a big toll on me. 
Um, I told the story not that long ago, but I almost got signed to Universal back when I was 18 years old in 2008. Um, I was in this group called Certified, and it was me and three other brothers and dudes that I grew up with in school and whatnot. Um, we were this close to being signed. And the reason I pulled back away from it was because of the simple fact I got a little bit of the taste of how the industry was. Um, and it, it showed me something that I didn't want to be a part of. You know what I mean? I won't go too in-depth and detail about it, but it showed me something that I knew wasn't for me, regardless if I was in the streets or not before I got saved. Um, another one of my major influences totally would have to be Andre, Big Dre 3000. Yeah, that, that's that's my guy. And a lot, of people, a lot of people tell me in some of my music, I favor him, you know what I mean? Like my, my, my flow and my cadence, sometimes it comes off like Andre. So that was a blessing even here. You know what I mean? 3000 is definitely one of the greatest in the game, man. So speaking to him, bro, how did you, um, how did you feel about his, uh, his last project? You know, where you kind of let down that he, that he didn't spin any bars or were you encouraged because he was doing his own thing? <clears throat> I love the fact that I, I love this what he said this is what he said that made me love where he was he said i'm 48 years old what i got to rap about still he said i don't feel like anything that i rap about would be relevant to what's going on right now i, I don't have anything to rap about what what can i rap about at 48 years old my oh, time has passed he said it was 20 years ago when i was in the game he said so you know 20 years past i'm doing what makes me happy and i'm cool with that and people are mad and angry because one thing I understand about people is people aren't happy with you changing all the time. No, they're not right. gonna be happy. Change. They don't care if you change. They want sometimes people want to keep you confined as how they started loving you, and that's the problem I have with people. They want to keep you where they started loving you at, and don't want you to grow outside of that box that they had you in. You know what I mean? And Dre, for me, when he said that it sparks something else in me. You know what I'm saying? Because to see him come out after so long of being, you know, hidden um, away from the camera, um, it just motivated me to keep doing my own thing. You know what I mean? That's awesome, man. Yeah, that, that's what's up. So um, talk to us, bro, about your um, your journey and how did you how did you uh, come into like the CHH round? How did you come to, you know, Rock It For God? Um, I started rocking with God. Actually, to be honest, I was seven years old when I wrote my first gospel rap. I was in the church and one of my God brothers, um, he started rapping. He inspired me because he I always looked up to him like a big brother. He only a few months older than me, but he wrote a song and he pulled me aside and he was like, bro, come write a song with me. And the craziest thing to me was what God spoke to me at the age of seven as um, as it relates to my name you know how we choose names as artists um, the Lord spoke into my spirit at seven I can still remember it to this day I was sitting in a pew and I was trying to think of a name and the name prophet came into my spirit and now I understand it as coming into my spirit or downloading my spirit but then I didn't know why that name had come to me he named himself uh, the chosen one and I was the prophet but God was showing me in other words who he was calling me to be at that age of seven so i wrote my first rap at seven years old um 
took a turn for the worse, went out to second the music. Um, grew up in one of the craziest neighborhoods in the city. Uh, one of the neighborhoods that people, they fear to go into to this day. But it led me um, into the secular music realm. When I got a little bit of taste, like I told y'all a few minutes ago, of the secular music industry, it completely made me stop doing music altogether. Um, then I started producing. This is where I started learning to produce beats because I was like, I got such a love for music, I can't just give it up totally. So I started learning the craft and the art of producing um, through one of my homeboys. And he worked with me at T-Mobile and he introduced me to FL Studio or Fruity Loops, which is now the day FL Studio. This was back in 2006. And this is when it was hot and popping. You know, if you know how to make beats back then, it was like, especially on this DAW, it's like, man, you really know what you're doing. Um, so I stopped making, uh, I stopped rapping and start doing beats. And in 2019, right before COVID, um, a good friend of mine who's like a sister to me, she started singing and her voice is beautiful. Somebody, she just started singing a gospel song from her heart, nothing she wrote down or anything. And when she started singing, it captivated me. And I was like, you singing to God? She was like, yeah. She was like, that's the song that was on my heart. And I said, we got to make a song out of that. And that's what sparked me to start doing gospel rap. You know what I'm saying? And that's what led me into the CHH uh, genre. It's amazing, man. It's amazing how that all came together, bro. When God has something for you, he definitely has something for you. That's beautiful, bro. So look, speaking of speaking of names, man, I, obviously we see the name. So let's break down the name. How did you get the name Mercy Come? Ah, uh, <laughs> good question. The name Mercy Come it came. Um, it came about right shortly after that situation where she was singing, and I started writing the rap to what she was singing. I had created a beat around what she made as a song in the heart, and when I created the beat, um, she perfected her craft in uh singing and she made it sound really good um as i was writing much like when i told y'all i was seven um it dropped uh, uh, in my spirit i heard the name mercy and i'm thinking to myself like mercy why, why am i hearing mercy you know what i'm saying like the name of the track ain't got nothing to do with mercy the name of the track was more like you but when the lord put the name mercy in my spirit i asked him i said lord why are you putting mercy in my spirit he said i'm naming you mercy that's gonna be your name in music he said, because you needed a lot of mercy. He said, because you gave mercy to people who didn't deserve mercy, your name is going to be mercy. And shortly after that, after we finished writing the song, he said, coming. I said, coming. What is coming? He said, put it together. I said, okay, mercy coming. And at first I spelled the M-E-R-C-Y. He said, no. He said, that name is already, is already taken, mercy. Uh, spelled that way. He said, spell it differently. So I'm like, how can I spell it different? So I went through a series of, you know, spelling it different, put the song out, spelled it like three times differently. And it just wasn't sitting right. And finally, he gave me the letters um, when I was writing the, the rap, when I was finishing, he gave me the letters to Mercy and then told me to spell coming the way that I spelled it instead of spelling coming. And when I seen the name together, I was like, that's raw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I would have never thought of that myself to be honest. So God get all the glory, but it's the way that he gave it to me and the meaning behind it. He said, you gave mercy. So I'm calling you mercy. So that when people hear mercy coming, they know that mercy is in the building. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
So I was like, man, that's major. That's that's major. You know what I mean? So that's a blessing. Amen. Amen. Yeah, man. Dope name, bro. Dope name, man. So um, you you hinted around that you that you rap and you're also engineer. So my question is, um, being on both sides, what do you enjoy more? Say it again. You was breaking up a little bit. I'm sorry. So um, you mentioned that you rap and you also engineer. You know, you create beats. So which one do you enjoy more? Uh, if I had to choose on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> I done developed a love for rapping, man. I love I love producing, but because I rap and my rap is strictly and designed to to captivate the soul of man, and you know, it's more so when when most artists rap. I'm gonna answer the question in a second. When most artists rap, um, they rap and they wanna they, they have a hope to bring people to Christ. When I'm rapping, I'm actually saving the soul of the person that I'm rapping to. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not in hopes that I do it, but I write my lyrics around wanting to captivate the soul because he that wins souls is wise. So I would have to say rapping. It used to be producing, but I would have to say rapping. Mm. Amen. Amen. You got a question in the comments real quick, Birdie. Um where can we find your music youtube and website and maybe amazon music shout it's out on, to jared what's good jared yeah shout out to jared man uh, appreciate you it's on everything if you type in my name in google everything will pop up underneath it just type in mercy coming and everything the same way it's spelled on the screen everything that i'm on will pop up on the screen shout out to marquita how you doing how you doing um also he didn't leave a comment or anything but shout out to the brother um brother uh pastor g man g Macbeth. he goes by g Macbeth. he's part of uh dub 3k they just dropped their album um just uh last night just dropped their album pyramid scheme so uh shout out to them man definitely shout out to the brother hopefully we'll be having them up on the show very very soon Shout out to Mary Goosby. What's good, fam? Always good to see you here. No Man. doubt. Everybody in the comments, we appreciate y'all. Much yes. love. I pray everybody's feeling good tonight. Amen. So, Amen. mercy, man. Um, Bro, because, like I said, I've had the pleasure of listening to some of your music, man. And your song, Dear Lord, bro, you were talking about um how you write. And you're really looking to like, you know, to reach that person. And that's one of your, one of your songs that I really enjoy. Like, it spoke to me. So... With that being said, bro, walk me through your creative process. And when Mercy's getting ready to do a song, like, do you look for the beat first? Do you, um, you know, do God give you the words first? Are you looking for the hook first? Or how does that go with you, your creative process? My creative process always and will always be setting the atmosphere. Because a lot of times, I'm, 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 a, I'm a man who's, I'm real sensitive to atmospheres, if you will. And if the atmosphere is not conducive, to me writing for God, I got to set the atmosphere right. You know what I'm saying? I got to I got to get in my zone with worship music first and clear whatever may be lingering or whatever may be in the atmosphere before I get started writing. I, I'm not one of those artists who just walk in the studio because I have my own studio, but I'm not one of those artists who walk in the studio and oh man, this beat's dope because I hear a beat that's hard, I'm gonna start writing. No, if it's other guys in the studio and they're already there before I get there, say for instance, they want to feature. 
if I get there after they already there and they have, even if they pray, if I come in the atmosphere and I feel something off, I'm going to initiate prayer right off the bat. Bro, let's pray. You see what I'm saying? Let's pray. If we can't pray together, we ain't finna play together. You know what I'm saying? We're not finna, we're we not finna write together. I don't want to be on no tracks. I don't want to join your, your come group. on. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I, I understand atmospheres for myself. You know what I mean? And God has trained me in my own wilderness where if I walk into the atmosphere and even one little thing is off, if I notice something that's not supposed to be in the atmosphere is in there, I'm going to initiate prayer right away. So my creative process involves me praying, worshiping, and once the atmosphere is lifted, you can feel it. You can always feel it when it's lifted. When it's lifted, that's when I have those melodies enter into my spirit at a faster rate and I can write a song in less than 10, 15 minutes. You see what I'm saying? I don't have to struggle, try to figure out what lyrics I'm going to write down and all that kind of stuff. That comes from having the wrong atmospheres in your in your, in your your territory, you know what I mean? In your vicinity. And that's, that's pretty much my creative process, man. I got to have that prayer. I got to have the, the spirit of the Lord usher me in. I got to have a place where it's conducive to the, the, the lyrical content. You see what I'm saying? So when you mentioned Dear, Dear Lord, um, it's crazy that you mentioned Dear Lord. That Bro, that's an amazing song, bro. That whole tape. Thank you. Praise God for that. So that you whole, gonna be upset. Huh? No, I was just going to say, Birdie, you're going to be upset. He didn't even send me that one, bro. Oh, I got that on my playlist, bro. That's that's literally one of my favorites, man. I'm talking about right. The show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Mercy. But um, uh, what I was just gonna say is that song, "Dear Lord," was the first song, um, on the on the mixtape. The mixtape in itself, uh, I made the mixtape to fight spiritual warfare. Totally. Most people make their tapes around, oh, I love God, I want God, you know, to bless my tape. I want people to be saved, souls to be saved, cool. But I I know for certain that I fasted and I prayed before I dropped the actual tape. And every song that's on it, I fasted and I prayed and I sought God for the message in it because I wanted to help people who were struggling to fight the spiritual warfare against their minds to fight it for them. So if you put the mixtape on and you're battling anything, anything, I don't care what the stronghold is, it's going to tear the stronghold down. That's why the tape was called Tried by Fire. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pulling strongholds down for people. But Dear Lord specifically, that song was so heartfelt, man. You can you can hear it through the lyrics. It's, it's very heartfelt. You know what I mean? And it can touch even the hardest of people in the streets. I've had people in South Africa reach out to me. People in Canada reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? Telling me how much they love this music, how much they love mm. the song. It's touching them, changing their uh, their lives. I've heard people's grandmothers at 98 years old in the background telling me they love my music. You know what I'm saying? So that's a blessing to hear that you love, dear Lord, man. Yeah, man, it's a beautiful song, bro. So we got a uh, got a couple of questions in the comments, and we always try to honor the questions. So Brother Jared says, um, "What's the biggest show you have done? Would we love to see you get a spot on the Winter Jam?" Christian music tour. So what's your biggest show uh, today that you've done that you'd say? Um, I'd love to be a part of it, first of all, but the biggest show I'd have to say that I've done um, would have to be with Hype Vibe. Um, I was with Hype Vibe for a while, and we, we were doing a lot of different shows in the city. Um, and I can't really say the biggest show. It was at a church called uh, Zeal of Obedience. It was a lot of people there, a whole lot of people. And the church is 21,000 square feet. 
Um, so it's pretty big, really big. I mean, it's, it can fit a concert inside of the building. But we had a nice crowd inside of there of a little bit over maybe 200 people. And it was a beautiful time. So that's probably the biggest show I've done so far. I know for certain I'm going to do bigger shows. That's not being cocky. That's being confident. Yeah. No, that's man. Brag on God. Speak that, bro. Speak yeah. that. Yeah. Show, already shown me. You've already shown it to me. Man, and shout out to Hype Vibe and Scotty Yachty, man. That's uh, that's actually how I first saw you. We were actually supposed to be on the event together. I was supposed to come down to Jacksonville. Um, right. I think it was you, Church, and this was the one right around all uh, the. I think it was like the beginning of last year, maybe. And yeah. something wound up happening where I couldn't come there, but that's what made me um listen to your music. Everybody that was on the flyer, I started checking out their music, and that's what made me start listening to your music. So shout out to Pastor Scotty Yachty, man. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. All right, so we got another question. Uh, Sister Marquita wants to know, where do you see yourself going in 2024? 2024, I'm going a little bit of everywhere. Um, I'm being pulled right now in so many different directions, but I don't want to be pulled in any direction God ain't going to meet me at or that he's not leaving me in. So a lot of times I have people reaching out to me to come and perform or to come and preach. And, you know, I get back to them after the spirit speaks to me. And if the spirit don't speak, then I just kind of turn it down politely. I don't want to go anywhere in his protection you know what I'm saying 2024 is going to be a huge year for me of I'll say it like this because this is what my apostle has prophesied over my life he calls it multiple fronts breakthrough so this means that every door that opens up for me I'm going to find breakthrough in that doorway and I'm going to be blessed through that doorway and already in the beginning of 2024 I'm in over my head like I'm, I'm being submerged in this event that event people are calling me to perform this place that place and it's blowing my mind because i didn't even meet some of these people but my name is being spoken of without my presence being there you see what i'm saying and i know god is doing something big in my life in this year so i can't even tell you everything that i'm in because i would be lying to try to sum it all up i just know that um whatever he has me doing it's going to be his will amen amen Look, y'all, uh, for everybody that just tuned, uh oh, go ahead, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 you good, you good, you definitely good, brother. Um, I was just going to say, since you were talking about, you know, uh, dear Lord, I had to go ahead and pull that joint up so everybody can, you know, everybody can hear that track and everything and check that track out. So, uh, just to remind everybody that this is Let's Talk Gospel right here on Mental Impact Radio. Uh, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, X, and uh, Stoop Up. So, shout out to everybody in Stoop Up. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, after just a moment here, we will be uh, right back with a little bit of, you know, Dear Lord by our special guest. Man, mercy coming. Y'all hold tight. <laughs> Don't come into your fear that. Hey, don't come into your fear that. 
Hey yo, are you sick of all these social media platforms not allowing your content and your creativity to come to the forefront? If you're ready for a game-changing online experience, let me introduce you to Stoop Up, Stoop the up. digital neighborhood that's shaking up social media. Hey, no more bots, no more fake accounts, and definitely no data suppression. At Stoop Up, we're all about boosting your voice, celebrating creativity, and building dope connections. It's where family-friendly and positivity unite in style. Hey, yo, so we're calling all community leaders, artists, entrepreneurs, and content creators. Get ready to cash in on your videos, streams, autocasts, photos, and your thoughts. On Stoop Up, you become a creator partner and monetize with just one supporter and a fully loaded stoop. Don't miss out. Log on today at www.stoopup.com and join the digital neighborhood for free and let's supercharge your creativity. Stoop Up. Be the good news. to your name you said that those that look to you are radiant and their faces will never ever be covered up in that shame blessings to the most high thankful that above i have a god that always answers for me in my time of need sometimes i need clarity about the things that trouble me i drop down on my knees and pray to abba to come rescue me overwhelmed in sorrow ain't worried about tomorrow lord i just need your presence in this place to come and comfort me Please do not forget your servant. I know I ain't worthy, but my worth ain't tied into how I think less of me. Nah, all according to your will. I pray that I get the live. Oh, God, a peace have your way with me, and I do my best to keep still. Yeah, sometimes I want to go out and live my life on a route, but then I start to have doubt that you have plans for me. Please forgive me for my unbelief. Shouldn't have ate from that same tree that you told Adam not to eat from and eat. Gave him fruit from another word, and that fruit was in other words. A whole lot, so in other words, they died. But I call on you and I cry, because Lord, I'm hurting, I'm tired. Lord, I'm hurting, I'm tired. Lord, I want to thank you for everything that you're doing for me. I know that you will always make a way. But I call you and I cry. Even if I don't always yeah. believe with the faith that must have seized, I'm telling you to come through every day i put my hope and my trust in you and when i do i know that you ain't never not gonna answer to your name you when i cry you said that those that look to you are radiant and their faces will never ever be covered up in that shame that's crazy man as, yeah, bro. As as artists, I think one of the one of the things that really because it gets hard at times, right? You know, you you might you might lose your way at times or feel like things aren't moving fast enough. Sometimes you get discouraged. So as artists, when people reach out to you and they tell you that your music blessed them, you know that's that's a great feeling. I I've always enjoyed that. So let me tell you personally, bro, that that song last year it spoke to me when I was going through a rough time. That song spoke to me, so I appreciate you, bro, for that one. 
that that's a beautiful song man so thank you for what you do and for your gift for you sharing your gift bro dope music man <laughs> god bless you man appreciate that. yeah all, all, all glory to god bro all glory to god even as first time that's the first time i heard that song and maybe maybe four or five months and it just touched me again man i'm saying so that's major <laughs> amen amen so um who was who was the first person that actually started guiding you towards christianity or were you always were you born into christianity what's your uh testimony what's your walk look like uh my grandmama she was my hero yeah yeah but my grandma didn't play if you stay at grandma my house you go to church <laughs> you, you stay at grandma my house you waking up at five in the morning grandma up at four sometimes in the morning reading the bible and and that was my inspiration you know she might not have been perfect or whatever the case may be or to some standard, she might not be the best teacher, but grandma was definitely the one who, who helped me to find and develop, navigate my way to God. And no matter what I came to grandma with, she wouldn't put her nose in it. She wouldn't put a matter of opinion in it. And she could have a lot of times, but she would just tell me every time, take it to God, take it to God. She would say, baby, I know, you know, you feel this way and you feel that way, but don't forget to take it to God. She would always also never forget to remind me, never put your trust in me. She never stopped. Every time she told me anything, after she finished telling me whatever she was going to tell me, she would always remind me, never put your trust in man. Trust in God. That's one thing she always made sure that I learned. And I thank her for it because since 2020, when she passed, um, that's one of the things that I had to find out that, I needed to hold on to more in my journey in my walk with Christ because I'm very, if you will, I'm very trusting. You know what I'm saying? Because I I believe that everybody has good in them. I don't care what the situation is, I don't care what the problem is, I don't care what they done been through. And the reason I say that is because uh it goes back to Genesis. When when God finished making all of his works, he took a step back and said it is good. So I believe that everything and everybody has a bit of good in them, regardless if they haven't seen it themselves. So sometimes I, I, I can be too trusting, you know what I mean? And it's caused me very, very bad heartbreak in the long run, but I never forget the words that my grandmama tell me. And it's almost as if her spirit whispers it to me when I start becoming more trusting or too trusting, you know what I'm saying? So that's who really inspired me. That's who really gave me the unction to go after Christ. And my grandmother was so powerful, I'll leave off this and keep moving, but my grandmother was so powerful and I never forget. I came to her house one day and was searching for her throughout the house. And normally she's sitting at the table right when you walk in, you can see her. But this particular day I called her throughout the house, she wasn't answering me. So I, I felt in my spirit, nothing was wrong. But you know how you got that feeling like, let me find out just to be sure. Um, I walked in the back room and she had two hips out of place. But when I walked in the back room, she was on her knees on concrete in the house praying. I laid, I, I laid eyes on her and began to cry. I just started crying. You know what I'm saying? Because immediately my spirit felt as if she was praying for me. You know what I mean? And to this day, I still don't know what she was praying for. But just seeing her like that and knowing that she had that type of power, the anointing was on her that heavy that I could just lay eyes on her and pray and begin to cry. It let me know that I had to find a deeper relationship with God myself. 
she was one of the, the reasons why I go after God so hard right now. Amen. Shout out Amen. to grandma. Right. Hey, shout out to grandmama. Um, real quick, I don't know why it even popped into my head, but hey, real quick, man. Um, say a prayer real quick for for the folks out here that may be homeless. That you know, because temperatures are dropping and uh, it's really getting cold out here. People may not have none but a cardboard box, you know, to cover themselves up. So, you know, brother, could you say a prayer real quick for those folks, man? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, most beautiful and heavenly father lord we come to you once again father's humble as we know how lord asking nothing in particularly father god but that you continue to cover your people father i pray that you will lead them by your holy spirit father that you will go and take them by the hand lord and lead them straight into shelter father god and warm father god even if it's just with the night father god as temperatures drop below um normal I pray that you will give them the warmth that they need. I pray that no soul, Father God, will be left outside on tonight, Father God. Even the rest of this week has temperatures drop. I pray that you continue to give them the warmth that they need, and not just the warmth, Lord, but give them a hot meal, Father God. Give them a bath, Father God. Do exceedingly abundantly above all that we may ask and think or imagine, Father, for your people. But even though these people are homeless, Father God, they are not homeless because of you, Father God, there's refuge. So, Father, I pray that you will give them the refuge that they need in this hour, Lord God. May somebody open up the door for them, Father, randomly, even if they think that nothing is going to happen. May something uh, supernatural, Father God, take place in the natural, Father God, so that they may get what they need in this hour. Let no soul go without, Father God, for you have the 99 for the one. So take each and every one of them, Father God, and plant them inside of a building on tonight, Father. Let, when we roam the streets tonight, let us not see a single soul outside, Father God. Even if they want to be, Father, I pray that you will lead them to a place of warmth so that they may have what they need for the morning, Father God, to be rejuvenated and strengthened for another day. We thank you and bless you. We honor you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Yes, amen, 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 yes, 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 amen. I, I don't know why, but I was talking to a, um, I was talking to an artist earlier today, and um, he's going to be on the show later on in the month. Um, and uh, is is actually uh, Dex, the nerd, the nerd who loves Jesus. He's going to be on the show later on this month, and uh, he mentioned the show um, New York Undercover. Yeah, he was like, man, you remember that show, New York Undercover and everything? I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I remember, I remember that show. I said, it's kind of funny. I said, um, did you even mention that show? Because my best friend, you know, and my best friend slash business partner, she mentioned that show that her and her daughter was watching that show together a couple of days ago. And she mentioned that show. So for you just to come out the blue and mentioned that show i was like hold on that, that's kind of weird man and then we were sitting there talking he's he was like yeah yeah he was like maybe you need to dig into that and find that out what is god trying to tell you i was like i don't know maybe somebody's undercover or something i need to watch out for <laughs> watch out for somebody or something i got some ops out here or something i don't know what's going on but it's kind of funny it was kind of funny that both of them would mention that show out of all shows they would mention that show it was just weird to me, man. So I just wanted to share a, re a weird moment in my life. See, that's, that's a segment. Weird moment in Orlando's life. Bling, bling, bling. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know his way, man. We asked. Right. 
Right. We have another question from our brother Alicio and uh, Mercy. He wants to know, what does success mean to you? Okay, this is what success means to me. And ever since I found out what true success was, it never left me. David says in the book of Psalms, he says, I know that I'm succeeding because God has not allowed my enemies to triumph over. He says, I know I'm succeeding because God has not allowed my enemies to triumph over me. This means no stronghold. This means no weapon. This means nothing that they have conjured up to put together for my downfall has overpowered me or taken me by force. And I'm continuing to move through anything that's been put in my way. Any rock, any boulder, any wall, any any stronghold that comes up against me, I'm plowing through it. So this is what success means to me. Being able to continue to navigate through without any hindrance just stopping you or blocking you. I don't know if y'all ever seen the movie Hercules, um, the cartoon. Whenever mm-hmm. he came, whenever he came back, when he resurrected, he started plowing through the enemy. You know what I'm saying? He was moving with grace and he wasn't moving with force. He was just walking. And as he was walking, the enemy was angry. He couldn't, he couldn't get his hands on him. And he was falling away from him. He was he was walking and the enemy had him by the ankles, but he was still walking as if the enemy didn't have him by the ankle. You know what I'm saying? So success to me means I'm able to overcome anything that comes in front of me to stop me and block me or delay me. And it does not have the power to delay me at all. If nothing has the power mm-hmm. to delay you for me, that's success for me. So I'm I'm slowly but gradually moving forward in my success because ain't nothing able to stop me from going forward. So I feel invincible in the spirit. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some people will tell you that's arrogance, but it's not. It's confidence. You see what I'm saying? And who I know my creator to be. That's because I have a personal relationship with him. So that's what success means to me overall. Amen. 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 And man, look, I, I hear you. Uh, you know, you said that you're a youth pastor, and um, man, we can hear it. In, we can hear it in your music, and we hear it in the way that you talk, man. The way that you carry yourself, you know, the it just comes through your message, man. Whenever you're speaking, so oh man, let's get back into some of his music, man. Yes, let's get back, uh, get back to some of his music. I, I love it when we're on the same page. I, I just love that, man. I just love it. I'll get you over there to Barry Man a little side in a minute. But um, oh my goodness. yeah, man. Let's, let's jump into uh, Son of a King, man. Let the folks know about Son of a King, brother. Woo, that's a tough one now. That's a tough one now. That's a tough one now. That's uh, I came up with Son of a King. Um, it had nothing to do with me, um, but it had everything to do with my son. Um, 33 years old. Um, God had blessed me to have my first, my first son. And um, I always knew I had a son in me or a couple sons in me because I had daughters first. I had four daughters first. And everybody was trying to tell me, you know, when stuff not going the way that you anticipated it, sometimes when you get an opinion from people, they'll give you what their understanding of things will be. So people used to tell me all the time, man, you, you just going to be a girl dad. You ain't going to never have a son. Just let it go. You know what I'm saying? You just make girls. Stupid stuff they used to tell me. And I used to laugh and be like, man, I'll be a fool to let y'all tell me what I can and cannot make when I know what God done put in my spirit. It may just be for me to have a son later. You know what I'm saying? So my son was born last year. And when I say I don't love him more than I do my daughters, don't get me wrong. But it's something different about when you have daughters first and then you finally get your son. You know what I'm saying? And God gave me my son when I was mature, not when I was in my immature stage. I had my daughters in my immature stages. He forced me to grow up by having daughters. Then I had my son when I was mature. 
So when I um, wrote Son of a King, I wrote it in reference to me having my son, but it was also in reference to me knowing that I'm a king up under the father. So I'm a son of a king, and then I had a son who's the son of a king. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's where a son of a king came from in total. <laughs> Come on, double entendre. Come on, lyricist. I see you. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, again, this is Let's Talk Gospel right here on Mental Impact Radio, man. We appreciate everybody listening in. Not only the people that are listening in and looking right now, but the folks that will look at and share the replays, man. We really appreciate y'all as well. So let's check this out. Son of a King by our special guest. Mercy, Let's go, man. I'm a sucker for a good line, written in line with the word. On the plus side, I see plus signs using verse. You can't touch mine. I am divine. It's a curse. It's a blessed sign. In the same line, spoken word. Got me meditating any situation that I'm ever facing. Always patient. I'm just demonstrating how to walk and got no hesitating. If you look at me from the outside and if you ever think that I'm not going to make it, then you don't know who you relegating. I I'm the son of a king Because you don't like it That don't mean that it's going to break me down I try to tell you that you should praise him now <laughs> But they ain't want to listen to anything that I had to say When I was down and caught on God Yeah, he created the way It wasn't long before I stepped into the day that he made It didn't take it just to make it Keep that out of my face Now I'm a new man I wish you knew man The new man Because of you man That was a new man I'm a fan So I stand and give a standing ovation I'm glad that I answered when he called me the Give me the pen Give me the pad I'm about to go mad on the beat if you deny what you had, then you deserve to burn the heat. Ain't really that bad. If you think it mad, it's that bad. You should take a moment, step back, and really think about way back. When I was living in darkness and didn't count up the costs, I used to hang out with bosses and never settle for losses. I'm thanking the Lord for all this from limitation to progress. And this is just paying homage for doing just what he promised. Sheesh. The Lord is good. His word is good. If he did it for me, you know he could. Do it for you. This word is true. Do you believe? I pray you would. Knock on wood. What's that going to do? Say you not as far from the truth. Enlighten you. I'll be more inclined if you invite me to. When I was seeking the Lord, I was simply filling the void. I was compromising my Joy determined to go for more Till I came across a sword No longer did I avoid Growing into a man from a boy It was a ploy Oil planted set in motion Thinking because I'm chosen And rooting next to the ocean Don't know where you get the notion I would fall If I fall at all You're never gonna see me crawl I'm getting up standing tall Word to y'all Yeah the people we all equal in his eyes Televised is the movement That we watching no disguise What you see is what you get You don't believe I'm not a threat So don't take the business yet You know the rest Mercy 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 Somebody, come on! I could have cut it off, but the beat just had me just like, what did I just create? 
Man, bro, you should have let that one ride. I feel you yeah. on that one, bro. That dope track, man. Wow. Oh my goodness, that joint was nice. That joint was nice. Yeah, it might have been, might have been a long, might have been a long outro. But when it's when the when the instrumental is funky like that, you don't mind a long outro. So oh, hey. Man. Shout yeah, out to you, brother. Shout out to you, man. Definitely. Um, yeah, Alicio had a couple of questions, but we only got really time to grab one. So uh, let me see here. Which one are we going to grab here? Which one are we going to grab? Uh, well, we might be able to grab two. Um, question, what's your favorite scripture? Yeah, we'll grab that one and we'll grab another one. Um, though he slay me yet, will I trust him? Mm. Amen. Though he slay me yet, will I trust him? Because one thing about God, I know for certain, he he gonna he gonna press you as much as he can, but he produce fruit out of you. So every every new season, I'm getting pruned and getting, you know, he cutting those old branches off and you know, snipping away what need to be snipped away so that I can produce fruit in the new season and. A lot of times when he cutting away that 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 old you, it hurt. You know what I'm saying? He brings stuff that hurts so he can get rid of the you that he don't want you to be. And a lot of times that's him slaying you. You know what I mean? But the whole time he's expecting you to understand it's because I love you. You know what I mean? So Amen. he slay me, yet will I trust you? Amen. All right, another question is, what's the best way to contact you for booking? Uh, shout out to Alicia. They have a podcast, um, the Godson podcast, him and um, uh, Meezy. So, Jay Meezy. That's my boy, man. That's my boy. He, he actually featured one of my tracks last year just off of social media. I reached out to him, and he featured my song, Feasting, as soon as I dropped it. And, um, yeah, man, good people, good people. But I, uh, the way to reach me is... I have to put it in the uh, comments. It's Mercy Coming or Mercy Music, uh, Mercy Coming Music at gmail.com. I'll write it in the comments. That way everybody can have it that want to uh, reach out to me for booking. Amen. Amen. Just to let y'all know, man, which a lot of people do not know. And um, also my brother, I always got to have surprises for him, man. That's what I love about, you know, sometimes having surprises for my brother. Man. The music that y'all been hearing in the background playing, the little strum music, we usually don't have it, but we have background music now. The background music belongs to our new director of instrumental beats for the show, Mr. Jabez. Mr. Jabez is the instrumental you know, guru for the show now. He's sending us, uh, he sent us a couple of different beats and everything. I played two of them tonight. One of them is called On My Own Now, and the other one is called Friends. So, if you ever hear any background music, any fillers or anything on the show or doing social media tags or anything, um, and, you're, and you're interested in getting a track, that is who you contact, Jabez, and uh, the brother will, you know, get you right, get you right. Just let him know you heard it right here on the Let's Talk Gospel uh, podcast, and he'll get you right. So, shout out to Jabez, man, for, uh, that's another conversation I had earlier today with that brother, man, getting things tied up and working working some stuff out. So, you know, I got to be behind the scenes sometimes, man. I got to be able to surprise you with some stuff, you know, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> 
dope beat, by the way, man. Dope instrumentals. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get you. I gotta talk to you. Too, yeah, man. shout out to J Bass, another phenomenal artist. Amen, amen. So, uh, brother Birdie, let you go ahead and uh, wrap it up for the night with with the brother Mercy. Man, man, for just in- incredible, incredible time talking to this brother. First of all, man, once again, thank everybody for y'all tuning in, for y'all tapping in with us. Y'all do me a favor, please go support this brother, support this man of God. Incredible music, um, incredible lyricist. You hear it in his story and his testimony, the way that he talks. Man, bro, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. It's um one thing that I've loved about um Orlando giving me the opportunity to be on this podcast because I never thought I'd be doing it. I always thought for me it was gonna be, you know, just me as an artist. So I get a chance to sit down and talk with other artists. And bro, it's a beautiful feeling when I get to speak to someone whose music that I enjoy, but I see God in them. It's one thing to do music, bro, but it's really another thing to live music, to live what we're talking about, bro. So man, I pray that God blesses your ministry that um you know he blesses you you mentioned you have a fiance so that um he blesses that future marriage man um your family your kids just everything that you're doing bro um continue to go strong bro we appreciate it man we appreciate it i appreciate all that man i needed all blessings man blessings upon blessings to both of you brothers man i pray god take this show to the ends of the earth you know what i'm saying man. i pray they hear about this over in yugoslavia somewhere <laughs> and they language hey man hey man and before I, while I'm thinking about it, what's next for you, man? What, what, um, any, any major things coming up, new projects that the people can look for, um, any, any upcoming events that you can talk about, you know, um, uh, real quick, real quick. Um, my actual next tape is coming out. The first one was Tried by Fire. My next mixtape is getting ready to be released in April. It's called Pure Gold. So the first tape was Tried by Fire second tape coming out i posted it on my page with my cover i actually did the artwork myself like i said i'd be taking the middleman out but it's called pure gold and the reason it's called pure gold is because once you get tried by the fire only gold remains gold everything else changes but i came out as pure gold this time with no impurities without spot of blemish and that's the reason why i named it uh new tape pure gold this tape trust me man y'all gonna want to you know be on the lookout for it um, if you haven't already, go follow me. Um, I'll be posting links shortly. Soon, be posting new song updates and whatnot. I ain't gonna release too many songs too soon. I'm gonna just drop the tape, and it's gonna be absolutely gonna be a charge because I don't believe that I should put anything out for charge before anybody gets to know me. You know what I'm saying? So I want to put it out for the people so they get to understand who I am and get a little bit of taste of my music again. The Son of a King was cool, but y'all ain't y'all ain't ready for what's about to be on this tape. <laughs> And we do have Amen. And we do have his music playing on the station. So definitely twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. Make sure y'all check that out, man. bit.ly forward slash mental impact radio. Yes, yes, yes. So as soon as he sent that joint to me, I was like, Oh yeah, we gotta pop this up on there. So it's yeah. all good. That's a yep, yep, yep. Once again, I appreciate y'all brothers, man. Y'all bless me tonight, man. So it's been it's been wonderful being on here, man. Most shows they bring me on for podcasts. They don't even play half the music half the time. Be so much in the word, but y'all played my music, man. Showed me love, and for that, man, I'm forever grateful. Y'all always got a place for me, man. We're gonna talk after the show, man. Amen. Likewise, amen, bro. Yes, yes, yes. 
Well, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap right here on Let's Talk Gospel Podcast, just to let y'all know and to remind y'all, we will be on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, starting February the 4th. We will have brand new shows on there, so make sure y'all check that out. We will have flyers made up and everything to uh, advertise that and let y'all know, man, so yeah. Um, keep up with us, man. If you need any advertisement done, uh, make sure you keep up with us. Let me see something here. If you need any advertisements, the price is not, you know, it's not a lot. It's $25 a week, you know, four spots, minimum of two months. So definitely hit us up. You got the email address right there, mentalimpactent at gmail.com. Man, we will get you right. So also the same price if you want to advertise on the station as well. So uh, man, we're just keeping things moving. We're moving as God moves us. So, peace and love to y'all, man. We will see y'all next. Well, excuse me. You know what? Let me turn this off real quick. Let me turn that off real quick. Let me turn that off real quick. Because I got to let y'all know about our um, guest tomorrow night. Our guest tomorrow night is actually Militia. Militia. Johnson, Melissa Johnson, check this, this out. This is not a regular girl. This is a girl who went through hell so that she could bring heaven into her family. This is not a regular woman. I speak against regular. I speak against normal. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. You got a personal relationship with God. He knows something about you that made him say, I need to set you apart. I need to sanctify you. And I thank you, God, that you're going to call this woman to invade cultures and invade industries and invade systems and invade corporations and when she invades those corporations she's going to raise up a new standard and that new standard is going to make room for every woman that's coming up behind her and I thank you God that she won't quit I thank you God that she won't give up I thank you that angels are going to push her back in the game when she feels like giving up and I thank you God that you have not left her and if you haven't by now, then my God, you never... Wow. Amen. 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 No. Uh, this young lady has a powerful, powerful testimony, man. We will be sitting down with her tomorrow night. Uh, talking about her testimony, speaking about her testimony. And she's already told me she's an open book. So, uh, man, y'all get ready tomorrow night for a powerful uh, Let's Talk Gospel with Militia Johnson. All right? So uh, we'll check y'all tomorrow night. Peace. You are now tuned in to Mental Impact Radio. Turn the dial up, it's the truth. Mental Impact Radio. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. The Lord has made a way to bring the bride to the airways. Blessings to Orlando Page, broadcasting the truth, a little bit of scripture, and some testimony to the remnant rising. Shout out to the chosen few, what it do? Holy Spirit, bless those who seek and follow you. Interview to interview, spiritual seeds are planted. Let us not lean on our own understanding. You are now tuned in.